Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it. What's going on, world? So listen up. So tonight, uh, I'm doing this thing a little bit different tonight. So um, usually I got my partner in crime, AJ Howard, uh, on the pod with me. Um, AJ's got a lot of games coming up. He's got a lot of moving parts right now. Uh, so do I. And man, we just couldn't connect. So So I'm flying solo for tonight. But here's the thing. He'll be back next week. And so we already talking and working on some stuff. So um, tonight, man, I got kind of a, a, a different message for you guys, man. I want to talk about, man, when when life hits back. Yeah. So I think we spend a lot of times just, man, just trying to get one up. Right. Just 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 trying to do better. And I want to talk about what happens. Right when it seems like you're in between a rock and a hard place like what happens where where do we put our trust when it feels like our identity's been shaken where do we put our trust and our belief in our foundations when it feels like life is lifing too hard right now um for me i find myself in one of those weeks this week i've had a real big challenge this week with 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 just life and man, all the multifacets to it and all the different parts. So I'm a father, I'm a husband, right? I'm a real estate developer. I, I'm a I'm an associate pastor. I work for Next Level Speakers Academy. I'm a speaker. Man, there's just so many different parts to what I do. Podcaster, author, right? Writer. Um, there's so many different things. And I think sometimes uh, we can start to put all our identity in those things. And then what happens when it catches up with you? So we're coming up on the anniversary of the loss of mine and my wife's daughter, uh, September 21st. Uh, it was a few months ago, just last month. Um, was the loss of my mom, you know, and uh, this is a heavy season for me. And, you know, sometimes I don't even realize it. And I just rush into this season as if it's any other season. And I just feel like everything's going to work out. And I just feel like everything's going to go right or work out for the best. And then all of a sudden, I find myself in a weird place of grief. This happened to me a couple of nights ago, y'all. I had a, a a dark, broken moment. 
So this week's been very, very heavy on me. And I think it's important um, that I show that, that I talk about that. Grief is tricky, man. You know, you're going along and you're doing things and things feel fine. And then all of a sudden, wham, it strikes. And and where we find our comfort or, or where we find our peace, man, it's very important because I think if we put that comfort, if we put that peace in the wrong place, uh, it's catastrophic to not only our success, but our purpose in life, man. You know, it's easy to put our lips to a bottle. You know, it's it's easy to put our trust in 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 maybe, you know, another woman or or another man or or monetary things like money and, and jewelry and and things like clothing and new cars, you know. I but but what happens when when that stuff fails you, when it's when it's not enough, man? I want to talk to you tonight about a guy named Stephen. See, in the book of Acts, chapter 7, starting in verse 55, we get a very tough passage of scripture, man. We we they the Bible talks about a guy named Stephen. Now he doesn't, the Bible doesn't tell us a whole lot about Stephen, but he tells us enough. The Bible tells us that you know Stephen was a man full of the Holy Spirit. We know that Stephen was one of the elders that was appointed over the early church to look after and to look over and to be a part of. And we're about to run into a very difficult passage of scripture where Stephen was stoned to death for his faith, for what he believed in. And I'm hoping that the listener that's tapped in tonight or, or, or whenever you listen to this, I'm hoping that the listener that's tapped in understands that there's going to come a time, there's going to come a moment where what you're trying is not working. Where is our alignment during that time? Where is our focus during that time? Because if we will answer this question correctly, man, I truly believe it will help us through those difficult times all the more better. So let's dig into Acts chapter 7, starting in verse 55. I really think, guys, that if you'll rock with me on this, that Path to Purpose podcast is not only a staple that should be in your arsenal, man, for moving the needle in your life, but it should be a staple. It should be an arsenal, you know, in your toolkit for moving the needle in your faith. because. Faith, without that, man, man, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have what I have in my life right now. Things wouldn't be happening the way they are without my faith, man. My God, my God has done so much, brought me through. I'm navigating through one of the hardest seasons of my life, you know, this time seven years ago. I experienced the loss of my daughter, the loss of my mother, the loss of my grandmother, all in one year's time, man. It took the wind out of my sails. Man, it hurt. It nearly killed me. But God, but my faith, man. God had other plans. Man. Acts chapter 7, starting in verse 55, the Bible says, Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven. He saw the glory of God 
and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Now, I'm reading this passage and I'm trying to picture a man that's been drug out of his home, that's been drug out of the church, that's been drug away from his family. He's out in the middle of the street, knowing his fate, knowing that they're not playing. They're fisting, they're, they're about to kill him. They're stoning him. There's murderous threats, right, on his life. He has the gumption, the audacity, the forethought to gaze towards heaven. And the Bible says he saw the glory of God, man. This heavenly gaze that Stephen was, was staring up towards heaven is the same gaze that Jesus gave before he blessed the, the loaves of bread and two fish before he feed, fed 5,000. This is the same gaze towards heaven before he rose Lazarus from the grave. What this is, is this is a checking of the alignment of your purpose with God. Because see, sometimes, guys, we get ourselves into trouble. Sometimes we get ourselves into seasons and situations that's difficult that maybe we put ourselves in. Sometimes we get ourselves in, in, in particular environments and surroundings, guys, that we have no business being in. If we'll be bold enough to regularly check our alignment with God's purpose for our life, imagine what that would do for us in those moments. But here we find a holy man. We find a man full of the Holy Spirit who says, the Bible says, was stoned for his belief, man, drug out into a street, and he has the forethought to gaze towards heaven. He saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Listen to this. This is valuable. He said in verse 56, he said, look, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. Not only did Stephen gaze towards heaven, he had the forethought, the ability, the willingness, and the strength that while he is getting stoned to death, to not only gaze towards heaven, but to embrace it, but to love it, but to live it, but to feel it enough that he's willing to speak it in the moment. Guys, that is wild. Guys, I'm thinking about what if what if you're drug out of your home or your church into the street and your family's there and people are there and you're being ridiculed and mocked and you have the forethought to gaze towards heaven and not only that, but tell people what you see in the spirit realm. That's spirit-filled, my brother. That is a foundational belief, right? The gumption of a man to stand before his accuser and praise God. Wow. Verse 57, they yelled at the top of their voices, covered their ears, and together they rushed against him. Guys, I don't know about you, but that sounds like cowards to me. 
that sounds like people who are rushing against him, covering their ears while he's proclaiming the goodness of Christ, while he's proclaiming what he what he so desperately knows to be true. They yelled at the top of their voices, covered their ears, and together they rushed against him. Verse 58, they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. Man, now we know Saul as Paul, right? Paul's the one who wrote the majority of the New Testament. We know Paul as an apostle, one of the, the, the greatest evangelists who ever lived. But it wasn't always the case. He started out as a murderer of Christians. How can that be? How can that be, guys? That doesn't begin to even possibly make sense how this could be so. This is the same power that rose Jesus from the grave that can turn a man from a murderer of Christians into one of the powerful, most powerful leaders of the early church the world has ever seen. This is the same power that turns a criminal hanging on the cross beside Jesus, turns him into a devout believer and allows him to taste eternity in heaven in an instant, right? Just through faith and belief in Jesus alone. We know this because Jesus, when the criminal turns on the cross for Jesus, Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. In an instant, y'all, this same power that rose Jesus from the grave, this same power that changed the criminal's life in a moment of time before his death on a cross, the same power that stood strong with Stephen, the Holy Spirit that was with Stephen, that allowed him to find peace and comfort, if only for a moment, in the hardest time of his life, at the day of his death, in the moment that that this that his people, that the people around him had turned on him and drug him out in the street and turned against him, that same power that that allowed him to stand firm during that moment is the same power that's alive in the believer today that you and I have direct access to because of what Jesus did on the cross. The Bible tells us that when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn from top to bottom, man. Now that veil, it's important to know that in the old days, See, Christ, our, our God lived in the Holy of Holies. His presence dwelt in the Holy of Holies in the temple. And only the priest could go behind the Holy of Holies once a year after some serious cleansing ceremonies. He's the only person that was allowed to go back into the presence of God once a year. But when Christ died on the cross, the beauty of it, guys, and I'm smiling as I'm telling you, the beauty of this is that the Bible tells us that the veil that withheld or that held the, the presence of God, it was torn from top to bottom, releasing the power of God among all people who believe. 
Guys, listen to me. When life gets hard, when life gets challenging, when life starts lifing, where do you turn? What do you do? Do we stop long enough before we lash out at our wives, before we lash out at our husbands, before we lash out at our kids, before we lash out at our boss, before we lash out at our coworkers, before we turn to the bottom, before we do the unthinkable? Guys, do we stop long enough to gaze towards heaven and check our alignment with God's purpose for our life? Guys, I told you guys, I've been I've been on struggle bus this week. Man, it's hard, man. I'm getting up. I'm getting in my word, man, every single morning. Perhaps that's why, you know, life hasn't just fully caved in. But, but guys, it's not easy. And I get in my word some days. And some days I close it. And I'm like, man, that was pointless. Man, that was useless. Man, I didn't do anything. I didn't get anything out of that. And then something wild would happen. God would wink at me through an encounter with someone who quoted a scripture that I was just reading that morning. They could have said anything. Or maybe sometimes I'll get in the word just out of robotics, man. And all of a sudden, God's promise will illuminate my heart. I always say it like this. Sometimes I'll say pain is my superpower. In those moments of pain we talked about last week, Man, it's the promises that illuminate my heart. In the midst of the hardest times of our life, there's promises that God has given me over the years. Many who have come true. Many I know will. I'm waiting on. Man, God is so good. God is so good, man. And I remind myself that. When life starts lifing, will you turn towards that heavenly gaze like Stephen, man? And turn away from, turn away from wickedness. Turn away from addiction. Turn away from depression. And that's not, that's not easy. Man, sometimes it takes going to a counselor, man, and doing the hard work. Being willing to talk to a good friend about our problems. Man, sometimes, guys, listen to me. Sometimes we have situations where, where maybe it takes medicine, right? Not self-medication. But maybe we need to go see a professional, man. Maybe you've been down on yourself really hard lately and you don't know why. And you just need to get some things off your chest. You just need to invite a good man, a good woman that's been in your life for a, for a period of time that you know you can trust. Maybe you just need to take them, buy them lunch, man, and just vent to them. Let them hear you. Do life with people. Maybe you need to join a small group at church. Man, I was able to, uh, last night, I was able to be a part of a, a great small group that we started at our local church for young adults. I was able to share some of these hardships, man. And I was able to talk to people about some things. And I was able to ask some prayer, ask for prayer for some things, man. Some things off my chest. In the moments of pain, having people to walk through that pain is so personal. I say it like this, to walk through pain is personal, to walk alone is prideful. Man, let me run that back. To walk through pain is personal, to walk alone is prideful. 
Who are you walking through pain with? Who are you walking through hardship with? Who are you walking through with struggles with? Guys, are you so busy? Are you really that busy that you don't have time for God? Are you really that busy that you don't have time to get in your word? Are you really that busy that you don't have time to do coffee with a good friend? Man, if so, something tells me you might be too busy. Because when we have those moments to check our alignment and understand that we are or we are not in God's purpose or God's will for our life, it makes all the difference in the world to the peace when we lay our, our head down and our, on our pillow at night. So I wanted to get on here, man. This is a little different. This is not a super rah-rah motivational talk right now. This is not very... I hope it's inspirational. I hope it's impactful and powerful. But man, I'm feeling some kind of way tonight, y'all. Have you ever felt some kind of way? Have you ever felt like, what are you going to do if God doesn't come through for you? And I'm and I'm willing to say, if we've never felt that way, guys, we might not be doing enough. Because I feel like if you really have big dreams, if you really have big vision, and you really have big goals for your life, there's going to be moments where you question this thing. Is it really possible? Is it really doable? Do I have what it takes? And then, man, when you're walking in your purpose for God, let me tell you something. The enemy does not like it. You're going to find yourself in some junk. You're going to find yourself in some feelings, right? You're going to find yourself in some attack, all out attack. When your feet hit the floor, I want the devil to say, oh, no, he's he's up. He's up. There's no telling what what he's going to do for God today. But it's got to start from somewhere. It's got to start from an alignment, right? That I'm in alignment with God. That I'm getting to know Christ in a powerful way. That I'm working on my prayer life, prayer without ceasing, right? I find myself throughout the day, man, just, just thanking God for what he's done, man. And I think that's why when I faced the hardest moment of my life, standing beside my mother's casket, my daughter's casket, that I was able to stand there with my head up, man. And I was able to receive guests, friends, and I was able to smile. And love on them. Empower them as they were trying to empower and encourage me. See, the Holy Spirit, strongest in our weakness. Same power that rose Jesus from the grave, y'all. Is alive and well inside of us. Just check your alignment. That concludes tonight, guys. Always keep that less go energy and always got to have that mo to go energy. Let's go.